Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is good. All the time. Amen. Amen. If you would, if you would turn to Luke and chapter 1. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God's good. <clears throat> Luke and chapter 1. Um, you know, I, I was uh, studying some some things for today and trying to you know get the direction that God wanted me to go uh, for today. And uh, this, uh, you know what, I just was feeling this is just to go with go with what we what we know, and that's to we're going to go through this scripture. We're going to keep it relevant to the to the to the holiday. Because sometimes, like if it's around the holiday, I I just like it doesn't matter to me. I just want to go with the Holy Ghost and just it does it doesn't have to even have anything to do with the holiday. But this God's directing it this way, Amen. <clears throat> um, so Luke chapter one, and uh, we're, we're going to take a look at some scriptures here and just continue on into Luke chapter two. But uh, one of the cool things, just to preface where we're going. Uh, with us, one of the cool things is the gentleman that I was sitting next to in the um, at the theater um, is a man that came from Indonesia, um, and <clears throat> he was over in New York. He uh, got caught up. He was uh, using drugs, buying drugs, selling drugs, dealing. He was caught up in all uh, all the that the. Queens can offer in Queens, New York, and, and what what it can give to, you know, just to try to make a way for quick, easy money to somebody that doesn't know Christ. Amen. So <clears throat> here he is, and he's hustling, bustling with, you know, making, trying to make things happen. And uh, ended up in prison twice. Five times, was it? Oh, five times. Okay. Five times in prison, <clears throat> and uh, he he was caught up. He was he was just in that life, and and he was in prison back, and it was like a revolving door for him. But ended up in prison. Somebody somebody shared a message about Christ with him. He gave his life to the Lord, and he had he he was totally changed. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! <clears throat> but what's amazing is this: here's a man that was selling drugs in that whole atmosphere. However, you know, you want to say that the, the, the enemy was using demonic control over him or whatever, however, you know, in whatever way, um, this man, the moment that he opened his heart and truly gave that open heart to God for him to fill, there was something that changed right? There was life, there was power, there was uh, just an endowment that came into his being that totally set him free of all the drugs, alcohol, the sex, everything that he was involved with, totally changed, set free in an instant, in a moment. Amen? The power of God. That's the power. The power that we have Dwelling within us. The moment that we accept that Christ. That same power. Is, is just. Enduing inside of our hearts. Just boom. In an instant. Change. 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 And that's so powerful. And I'm saying that. And I'm sharing that because of this. I've had opportunity in places. That um that I go and some people call it my second sanctuary, but at the gym in places, you know, that I like to be, and I'm sharing my faith with people, right? And people, it's amazing to me because everybody's probably heard this. If I step into the church, the church is going to burn down, right? How many have heard something or something similar to that? Where I'm going to be struck by lightning or something Devastating is going to happen. But here's the thing. People have such a strange mindset because they don't understand the truth. They don't understand that power 
of God. And so in their mind, they think that there is nothing that can change who they are and what they've done in the past. Right? But what did Jesus come for? To save the lost, to change people's hearts, to set the captives free. Amen? And I believe this, before we go in and we read, I believe this is that we really need to prayerfully take in consideration the people that we cross every single day and pray for them. Pray for the lost. Pray for those ones that you are constantly in contact with on a regular basis. It might not be every day, but regularly. Pray for them. Why? Because God will open up the door. He will open up the door just by sharing your heart, sharing your faith, sharing the power of God that you received with someone else plants a seed in their heart. They may say and come up with all the excuses that, that they can, but the reality is a seed has been planted. And what happens, the Holy Ghost will take that seed And there's going to be a constant reminder of what you say of how good God is, of what Jesus had done for you. Amen? We can't can't minimize what God can do. Trust Him. Give that testimony that you have. Allow that testimony to to be spoken. Plant it in somebody's heart because it's going to change somebody forever. That man, that man, Hank, that was uh, from Indonesia, had come over, traveled across the, you know, the ocean and come. He was caught up, set free, delivered, is now pastoring a church. He's now a senior pastor. Listen, we don't know what can happen. But all we have to do is trust and believe that what God has planned for somebody can come to fruition, can come to existence if we would speak our, from our heart and speak the word of truth. Amen. Amen. Doesn't mean somebody's going to, oh, that's going to be a pastor. That's going to be an evangelist. But let God do the work. Amen. Amen. But we have to open our mouths. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter one, and we're going to go here in verse 26. Now in the sixth month, of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin, betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, a uh, a descendant of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, the angel said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. What was it about Mary... That the angel was able to greet her this way. Greetings, favored one. I believe this is that the Jewish people were probably some of the most educated people in that day. Why, why do I say that? Well, they, don't, they didn't necessarily have schools like we do today, right? I mean, I would think that in that day, things were a little bit different. But... They were so educated because of everything that was taught from mom and dad, from the promises, from the past. And there was a constant reminding and teaching and teaching and teaching of what? Of what? Of God's promises, of who God is and who, who God is to the Jewish people. So there was a constant educating and educating and educating. And I want to say this. There is no limit to the education and to how the things that we can accomplish You and I, because if we're educating ourselves in the word of God, it is the best education that we can get. And it will allow our brains to open up to be able to understand the things in the secular realm. I'm just saying, the more that we study the word of God, it opens up our brain, our our understanding, the wisdom and so much that comes with it. But I'm just using this as, you know what? The Jewish people were one of the most educated people because of the truths of God that was put in them. Amen. So uh, that being said, they, this angel, Gabriel came to her and said, greetings, favored one. 
Mary, knowing what she's been taught in, you know, from past and all the things that have happened in the past with the Jewish people and the scriptures that, that were put before them, knew this. In Psalms chapter 112, verse 1, it says, Praise the Lord. In other words, hallelujah. Blessed. Amplified version. Fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who fears the Lord with all inspired reverence and worships him with obedience. Who delights greatly in his commandments. Are you guys with me? I'm going to read it again. Blessed, the fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who fears the Lord with all inspired reverence and worships, worships him with obedience who delights greatly in his commandments. Listen, that's all of us. Amen? I believe with all of my heart, all of us are this person. The one who fears God, fears the Lord, and who delights greatly in his commandments. But I want to say this, we're obedient ones. Obedient ones to the word. Obedient ones to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen? How many here are that, that blessed person that we're reading here in Psalms 112 verse 1? Some of us may not feel that way, but amen. Praise the Lord. I don't understand, you know, what keeps us down, but get through the, the past. Get through the how you feel. Get out of the old. Get back. Get into the just... Quickly responding and being obedient to God. Amen? Fear Him. Do what He says when He says it. Obey His voice. Obey His word. Obey when the Holy Ghost leads you. Amen? So this is the angel Gabriel calling Mary. Blessed, favored are you. Turn with me to uh, Psalms 84. Psalms 84 and verse 12. Mary is... When somebody's speaking this to her, the angel, Gabriel, there's something that I believe triggers in the brain of everything that she remembers of what mom and dad had spoke. What, what she has seen from others that are God-fearing. And she's following after their actions, after proceeding, after their example. Amen? And doing what she knew to do is right. Trust the Lord. Follow his commands, love him with all their heart, with all her heart, and obey him. Obey his commands. Amen. She's doing what she knows to do best. Now this angel is appearing to her and saying, "You are blessed," reminding her of the past of all her life of following God's command, the commands that were put before her. Amen. Being obedient. Being favored, can I t- say this? They were not the richest of the of the of the Jewish people. But what made them rich? What made them prosperous? Because of what they stored up in their hearts, having an a, an unfailing faith in their in their hearts and their minds and their souls that they will believe the commands of God. They will they will. Trusting that the promises would be fulfilled and that they would see the Messiah and that all these things that have been stored up and taught that they were following with all of their heart and not letting go. That's the, the richness, the fullness, the prosperity within their hearts. And Psalm 84 verse 12, O Lord of hosts, how blessed and greatly favored is the man who trusts in you. Believing in you, relying on you, and committing himself to you with confident hope and expectation. Hallelujah. Back in Luke. <clears throat> verse 28 again. And coming to her, the angel said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly perplexed at what he said and kept carefully considering what kind of greeting this was. Like, hello. Wait a minute. I'm going to weigh this one out here. The angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Listen carefully. You will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus. 
he will be great and eminent and will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob, Israel forever. And of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I am a virgin and have no intimacy with any man? And then the angel replied to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a cloud. For that reason, the holy, pure, sinless child shall be called the Son of God. I just want to say something here. The same thing that happens that we see that we're reading with Mary right here. When somebody's receiving Christ, when they're accepting Jesus as their Lord and Savior, that same power, that same power that we see how God can, what God can do in just putting that birth in her womb, her natural womb, spiritually in our hearts, in our spirit man, there's a birth that takes place. Amen. Amen. A supernatural birth that takes place. And our hearts are totally changed. Totally, uh, totally just annihilated of everything of sin, of, of the past, and everything that the devil used to have controlling our hearts, our spirit mans. But God, with that same birth that happens on the inside, changes everything. Amen? Amen. So those ones that I'm still trusting and believing for when I come in contact, that I've shared my heart, shared my faith with, I'm believing. I'm believing, and I believe that you are too. Don't let go. Continue to pray for them. Continue to allow that your heart to be able to just come into that place where the door is staying open to share the faith. Look for that opportunity. Amen? We don't have to be brass with it. Understand and know God and allow the Holy Ghost to lead and guide that, that river. Amen? Allow that river to flow when the gate is open. Amen? When the floodgate opens, let the Holy Ghost go. Look for that opportunity. He'll, he'll lead you. He'll guide you. He'll give you the words. But don't be unending. I should say, be unending with praying for those ones. Amen? There's always a harvest in a, every season. A harvest of some sort. In some seasons, the harvests are greater. But in every season, there's a harvest to be had. So don't think that there's certain times, in, you know, that, okay, now we can go out, we can evangelize, we can share. Now we'll see somebody come to, to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. There's always going to be a season for harvest. So just allow, continue to pray for that lost one. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. In verse 35, then the angel replied to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you like a cloud. For that reason, the holy, pure, sinless child shall be called the son of God. And listen, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a, a son in her old age, and she who was called barren is now in her sixth month. For with God, nothing is or ever shall be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. And the angel left her. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're going to go down here to Luke chapter 2. How many believe that? That God is the God of the, what we believe the impossible. But he is the God that can make thing, all things possible. Amen? Amen. How many are believing for loved ones to come into the kingdom of God? God can make anything possible. 
With him, all things are possible. Amen. Luke chapter 2, verse 1. Now in those days, a decree went out from the emperor, Caesar Augustus, that all that inhabited the world, the Roman Empire, should be registered in a census. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to register for the census, each to his own city. So Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and family of David, in order to register with Mary, who was betrothed to him and was with child. While they were there in Bethlehem, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her son, her firstborn, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no private room for them in the inn. In the same region, there were shepherds staying out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord flashed and shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For this day, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, the Messiah. And this will be a sign for you by which you will recognize him. You will find a baby. He's giving him the description of what they're going to find. Foretelling them what you're about to see. And this is how you know this is, the, this is the Messiah. And this will be a sign for you by which you will recognize him. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Like what kind of Messiah are we going to find laying in a manger? Right? I thought the one, the king of kings, the, the king of the Jews, the Messiah, you know, he'd be like in, in, a, in a castle or something like that, right? But here, different news. <clears throat> then suddenly they, there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, angelic army, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, in heaven, on earth. And on earth, peace among men with whom he is well pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying one to another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem and see this wonderful thing that has, that has happened, which the Lord has made known, made known to us. So they went up in a hurry and found their way uh, to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. And when they had seen this, they had made known what had been told to them about the child. And all who heard it were astounded and wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these things, giving careful thought to them and pondering them in her heart. Here's Mary listening to everything. Listening to the, the uh, testimony of these shepherds. Listening to everything that was spoken. Could you imagine being in her place, knowing the scripture, knowing the promises of God, that the Messiah was to come, and then the angels are appearing to her. She's given birth, and hearing everything, and seeing everything that's unfolding. Like, wow, God, you chose me. You chose me. You chose me. You chose me to give birth to the king of the world, the king of the Jews, the king that everyone's been anticipating on seeing. I want to say this. God has chosen you to carry the word of truth. God has chosen you to carry that, that, that truth that's on the inside, the power that's on the inside of you. To give birth to it. How do you give birth to those truths and those scriptures that you're reading and the, the, and the power of the Holy Ghost that you've, that you've received? How do you give birth to it? Amen. You allow it to be seen. You allow it to come, to come out of your heart. 
You're allowed to come out of your spiritual womb and allow people to see the glory of God. Through your testimony, through what you're reading, what you're diving into, what you're digging into the word. Allow that birth on the inside, that scripture, when you're reading the, the word of God and you, something just pops and you're like, oh, that's so good. And you're not sure what to do with it quite yet, how to dig into it, how to pull it out and study it more. But there's, a, there's something that sticks out. And then as you're reading, continuing to read and praying to God about that thing that's standing out and asking him, God, what is it about that? What is it about that? And as it's, as it's uh, beginning to mature in your spiritual womb and it comes into that place where it's maturing and you're getting understanding of healing or, or prosperity or, 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 or maybe it's how to share the, the good news of Jesus Christ or whatever it may be, his promises. But when you begin to understand a little bit about that, you get a little understanding, a little wisdom, and you're studying it and you're meditating on it. Allow that moment for the Holy Ghost to give birth to that. There's going to be somebody that you're going to cross paths with that needs to hear that scripture, that needs to hear that truth. Amen? Amen. But God has chosen us to be carriers of his word. Carriers of the truth of Christ on the inside of us. Amen? As he has the, all the world. But we carry that truth on the inside. Amen? Hallelujah. Verse 19, But Mary treasured all these things, giving careful thought to them, and pondering them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as it has been told, uh, told to them. At the, um, at the end of eight days, here we go, when he was to be circumcised, this is Jesus, he was named Jesus, the name given to him by the angel Gabriel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time uh, for their purification came, According to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, set apart as the firstborn, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every, and this is what it says, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy, set apart and dedicated to the Lord. Dedication. Caleb. <laughs> as soon as you said this, Carrie looked at me, she's going, <clears throat> For those that don't know, Caleb still needs to be dedicated. So this is, we have to get it done. <laughs> oh, there you are. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the reminder. Holy Spirit and Carrie. Amen. And they uh, came also to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord. So here they are, and they're presenting Jesus, their firstborn before God the Father. And they're bringing the sacrifice, doing exactly what the law required for them to do. But here is what's so awesome. Every time the angels were glorifying, glorifying, and they're glorifying God. Were they glorifying the fact that there's a baby? Or were they glorifying the fact that promises are being fulfilled? That God... God the Son had come and come in the flesh, fulfilling Scripture, fulfilling all the promises that the Father had set before His people. There are many people, and I know I'm dovetailing this constantly here, but there are many people that God has, has great plans for great plans for great plans for you and I but how awesome is it to see when somebody gives their heart to the Lord because we know that there's a promise that's being fulfilled that their heart's being directed into the path of what God has called them Amen? amen 
So when we, that's why when somebody's saved, we rejoice. We give glory to God. We exalt Him. Why? Because, because there's such great excitement of what God has just done. The birth that God has just given into somebody's heart. Because somebody is set free and set on course for Him and His purpose. Amen? Never, ever allow a moment to slip that you can share the love of God with somebody. Amen? Because that's your purpose. That's your calling. Is to first, is to first be a minister of reconciliation. Reconciling the lost, the broken, the hurting to the Father God. So don't allow a moment to slip. Don't allow that opportunity to go. Amen? Amen. I know that God will find somebody that will obey and will be obedient to reach that one. But don't allow that one, you or I, to miss that opportunity. Amen? Why? Because we're, like we've heard, that this house is to help others fulfill what? Their destiny. Amen? You and I, that is our purpose, to help others to know their destiny. First, in knowing Jesus Christ. And in it, to help them to understand who they are and allow God then to do the work. Amen? So this season, right now, that we're in, We're celebrating. We're celebrating the fact that Jesus came. That Jesus fulfilled the prophecies. Fulfilled the scripture. And so that's what this is. He gave himself. And so for you and I, we should have such joy in our heart that that's what the gift giving is. That's what all the giving is all about. Because we're so elated. We're so excited about blessing people. Amen. And in the process... If the lost are there and we're blessing somebody that doesn't know Christ, there's an opportunity to just allow them to know that God loves them. That God wants to meet them right where they are. Amen? And that's what this season is. That's why we celebrate as believers in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Let's stand. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. You have it. Yeah? Okay. Yes. All right, come on, Mom. Yeah. You want to pray? Yeah. Yep. You want me to pray first? No. Okay, let's do it. Okay, let's do it, Tim. (laughs) He knows. He knows. I just want to say this. If there's anybody here that maybe you feel like, um, I believe God wants us to have a fresh rededication. We prayed the other day for, or a couple weeks ago for the anointing of God, that God was going to anoint, uh, anoint us in, the, in a way that we can move in the power of God yes. to reap a harvest for the harvest field. Do you remember how many Amen. received? That's right. And if you received, what have you done with his precious anointing? Amen. You know, what are we doing with it? See, this is what I'm saying. We can have hands laid on us, but wow, he's not a toy. He's precious. He's the power of God. Holy Spirit is to equip us. And I want to say this. If there's anybody that really needs, and, and I'm not calling you up front to lay hands. It's not for that reason. But Pastor Tim can, we can pray. But for a fresh rededication, this man, Hank, he was shot at. He was he was shot. Overdosed. A couple times. On heroin, cocaine, stabbed, beat up, robbed, stole. Everything that the world has to offer. You know where he's back. A lot of us want to run away from our places. I hear this all the time from New Jersey people. I don't know. Maybe it's an eagle thing. I don't know. I'm sorry. But I hear this in New Jersey. I can't wait to get out of this state. This is a state we never wanted to move to, and God moved us here. 
You know why? Because God had a plan. And I'm glad. Hank, after he was set free, went back in that area and has a street ministry and has a church. Into the area where he was. You know why? Where he was running. Because he's not looking at what the houses look like, what the environment looks like, what this looks like. He's looking at the spiritual environment Mm -hmm. and the need. And it's so rich for harvest. See, we have to see beyond that like Jesus did. Because when he was born, he wasn't born in the, the, uh, the palace. He was born in a very humble place, a place that smelled like dung. And it wasn't very a, 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 a place where a mother would love to give birth to a child. But it was in the lowliest of places. And that's where he came. And that's where Jesus has every one of us. And has brought us here to New Jersey. (laughs) Glory to God. And you know what? We should be happy with that instead of complaining about it. Because when we complain about it, we can push away the very will of God. And the very purpose of God in our hearts. We can. Before you know it, I mean, if all new Christians in New Jersey that keep saying and complaining about New Jersey that they want to just get out of this state. It'll get darker. Because you know what? We don't see the promise. And I don't know why God's just dropping that in my heart right now, that we be so mindful of who we are. Amen. See, the world is dictating so loud. And who is the prince of the air and the prince of, this, of, of, of the world of this air, the air of this world? How am I saying it? Prince of the power of the air. Of the of the air. Thank you. Yeah. My Bible man here. And who is it, guys? The devil. No, no. Who's the prince of the power of the air? Satan. Who? Satan. What is he going to do? He's going to try to influence our thinking the whole time. He's going to target, man. Those fiery darts are coming. And they're going to hit our minds and hit our minds. And you're not worth it. And you want to get out of here and go smuggle over to this state. Go this state. Won't pay taxes in Delaware. Move down to South Carolina, North Carolina. I know a lot of people that are moving down there. You know why? Because it's cheaper down there and all that. What happened to my faith here in New Jersey that says my God has prospered me? My God has blessed me my god's favor is upon me do you know what i'm saying it's like what is my mission here well you know all the people can leave but i know that one thing about us we're still here yes we are and we're we're gonna we're gonna win souls and everything else and it's like we need a fresh rededication of the way we are committed to the lord yes jesus said let it be done to me According to thy will, O God. Let it be done to me according to thy will, O God. And that's what we need to do is have a fresh rededication where we can say, let it be done unto me. Because, Lord, I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be so busy. I love my neighbors that are in the back of my house. I mean, they're, they're, everything's falling off their house and, and, and ghost hunters and all this stuff and, and all kinds of stuff that goes on at that house. It's like we pray for their salvation. We pray and pray and whatever we could do. We, we even offered to go paint their house. And you guys were going to be included in on it. <laughs> that was some years ago. I mean, come on. We have... We have ministry all around us. And you, every one of you are ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ministers. Come on. That should be something to shout about instead of putting your heads down and saying, I don't know what my calling is. You know, God doesn't want to use me. I can't step out there. I'm not bold like you, Carol. Oh, my gosh. You should see how I approach people. I am me. And guess what? You can't be me. Danny looked at me, the weirdest thing, because we walked through Penny's yesterday, and there's this woman with a Dallas hat on. And I walked up to her, and I looked at her, and I said, I love you. (laughs) She didn't know me. She had her child, her husband there, and she looked at me, and she turned around and looked at me, and she said, do I know you? And I said, no, but I love you. And I said, I love that star. You know, you can go, you can take advantage of anything. But when the life of God flows through you, it's like a river. 
It's free. It's not stagnant. You know what makes it stagnant? When we hold back and we look at ourselves all the time and we say, I can't do that. Well, I'm just a prayer person. I'll just be home and I'll just pray for that person. Really? Guess who's the great intercessor? Jesus Christ is the great intercessor and he was the loudest voice and the most wonderful voice. You know what I'm saying? This is our Christmas Yes. This is a message to all of us that we have inside of us. I'd be jumping inside. I want to explode because I have a message to give to people. Hallelujah. And I have a voice that God that is speaking. And if I didn't have a voice and all I did was sign language, man, I would sign language. And guess what? Who God would send me up to people who needed to be sign language too. Amen. that can't speak. They or they can't hear. See, God has something for every one of you. But when you just sit back and sleep and and do nothing, it's like you're losing your favor with God. Yeah. Amen. Oh, favored one. Oh, favored one. Oh, and your angels that travel with you, they're saying, oh, but this is God's favored one. Quick, get the swords. Quick, protect this one. Quick, stop the the enemy from doing anything. Stop this. Oh, favored one. Oh, favored one. Oh, favored one. Oh, the favor of God and the blessings of God flow through this one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I just believe that this morning we should make a fresh rededication. The new birth that we received was net was so incredibly precious to me and revelations. I believe it's 12 or 11. Let me go to it a moment. It says this, they overcame. Let me just say it to you. They overcame him, the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. I don't have your testimony, Steve. I can't use your testimony. I don't have yours, Ridge. I can't use it. There's no power in it for me. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. I don't have yours, Michael. There's no power in it for me. But I have my own that you've heard over and over and over again. But, oh, there's power in it. And, boy, when I share it with people, I can feel the cloud that came over Jesus, over Mary. I can feel the Holy Ghost as a cloud overshadow that person and do something with that person. See, you have, there's a power in your very own testimony. Christy, you have your own. I don't know why I was sitting there and I was feeling you and seeing you. And it's like, and there's times when we're so quiet as a person that we feel like when we step out and start sharing our testimony, they're going to look at us and say, Why have you been holding back? You know, and there's times it says, you know, you might not. And and to be honest, to break out of that, you can say, you know what? I've held back. And I'm really sorry. I'm not saying you're doing this. Okay. I'm not saying that. But I just see you in the office and I see the light of God just, just, I mean, just going and touching people. But when we've been so closed and you work in a workplace and then all of a sudden you want to start sharing the Lord with people, you say, you just can say, look, I've held back. I'm sorry. My husband did that on the job one time. I'm so sorry. But I have to tell you about Jesus, that he loves you. He died for you. He loved me and found me and died for me. And he found me then when I was the most unlovable. Whatever the power that's in your testimony. Amen. Amen. That's Christmas. It's the message of why he came to the earth. We celebrated in December. And as you know, the studies of of when they believed that Jesus was born was probably towards the end of September. Or the beginning of October. The Feast of Tabernacles. Feast of Tents. And they traveled. And had to go to the place for the census. And they all traveled into Jerusalem. And we celebrate it now. I don't know why, if it's because of the snow, if it's because of the calendar. Who? It works. But it works, you know. But we're losing something, everybody. We're losing something. 
We're losing a message. And that's what we have. That's what I believe God wants to re to anoint to rekindle. So I'm gonna give it to Pastor Tim for this prayer. prayer. And the responsibility. You know, I remember when President um, Trump, before he was elected the night before, and the Lord spoke to me, and I didn't hear prophetic voices. I wasn't on the prophetic channel. But I was on God's prophetic channel. And when he said the, the responsibilities on the church to pray him through his presidency, when everything looked like that, Hillary was going to become president. And I knew that my voice as a prophetess would have to speak it out, that it would be released in the atmosphere here. Yes. And it had to be released. You have to speak it out. You just don't hold it in or because then it becomes your thing and not God's thing. But, you know, it's the same thing. The responsibilities on the church. Yes. It is such a great responsibility on the church to release the message of why Jesus came to the earth. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you uh, for this moment and what you're doing right now. Holy Ghost, we just we just thank you for speaking to our hearts. And we just ask you, Holy Ghost, that you begin to stir our hearts, begin to stir our spirit man up right now in this place. <clears throat> so I want to ask everybody here, if you would, if you would just begin to pray in tongues, if, you've, if you have been baptized with the power of the Holy Ghost, the evidence of the speaking in tongues, that you begin to just pray softly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, God. Lord God, we ask you that you would forgive us for for just uh, not uh, not bearing witness to the power and the, the 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 power that we've received, the salvation that we've received. God, we ask you that you would forgive us for not sharing our faith when we should have shared our faith. We ask you, God, that you would just allow us to just come into a place of boldness, a place of being courageous, a place that we are so set ablaze and set on fire and passionate about you and about salvation and why you came for to save us and save the world, that, God, that you would rekindle on the inside of us a heart to share our faith, to share your goodness, to share your love, Lord God. So, we, Lord God, I ask you right now that you would help us to commit uh, our lives, commit our hearts, commit our time, Lord God, into to seeking you, to seeking and, and allowing the, the doors to be open, that the lost would be, be, be coming across our paths, and God, that you would just, there would be something that would just pop on the inside of us, that our, our spirit man would leap as it were, even in Elizabeth's womb, that there would be something on the inside of us that would just jump and leap on the inside, grabbing our attention, that we know that you're about to move, that we know that you're about to demonstrate yourself in somebody's life. So God, we ask you that you would, that you would just, uh, just allow us to just be so sensitive on the inside to the Holy Ghost. God, that we would commit our hearts, commit our lives to you and to serving you, to serving you, Lord God, with an open mouth, an open heart, just to share who you are, share our testimony with others, to share the love of God, to share the, the vo- what the Holy Ghost is leading us to speak. In Jesus' mighty name. That God, it wouldn't Jesus. be our will, it wouldn't be our strategy, but that we would just just go with the simplicity of the of voice of the Holy Ghost on the inside. In Jesus' mighty name. 
Not trying to make it sound good or make it sound smooth or you're trying to be soft to people's ears. But God, if it's the power and the, 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 the speaking, the evangelistic word, or if it's that, that soft teaching voice that you have, however it may be, that God, that you would allow us just to yes. follow the voice and follow the simplicity of it in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you that there's power in your gospel, that there's power in your word. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, that there is such great power when we speak and use our voices to speak forth the truths of, of your word, speak truths of your promises in Jesus' name. So we call forth the lost. We call forth those that are, have been hurting, the broken, those that have been bound by the, the, the hand of the enemy, bound by the chains of, the, of, of their past, bound by the chains of the addictions. And God, we just call them in and in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So God, let, allow us and our voice to be that prophetic word to break those chains, to break those things in people's lives. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus name that you would receive all the glory, Lord. Amen. 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 Everyone that agrees, if you would sh- just shout amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a praise offering, shall we? Lord Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. Jesus, we believe that we receive. Hallelujah. We bless you this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you glory and honor. Are the children coming in? Okay. Wait a second, right? Hallelujah. Somebody's heard up them curtain climbers. Hallelujah. Praise God. (laughs) Elena, are the kids coming? Yes. Indubitably. Let's give them praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Just encourage your neighbor right now. Say, now listen, go, go get them with your testimony. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Admonish one another. Go get them. Cindy, go get them with that testimony. Go get them with that. Deborah, get them with that testimony. Grace, go get them with the testimony. Susan, get them with that testimony. Valerie, go get them. Hallelujah. Come on, guys. Encourage each other. Hallelujah. I'm going to get them with my testimony. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to sing a couple of the sacred hymns and Christmas songs that are so precious. Amen. That's what we're going to do as soon as those uh, children come in here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Was that a good word? I encourage you. The gospel of Luke concerning the birth of Christ and the, the angelic activity. But I think that's something else, please, that every one of you need to have faith for. And that is whenever God is ready to move, and especially it seems at the end of a year and the beginning of a new year, There is a heightened activity, y'all listening, a heightened activity of angelic activity. There's a heightened angelic activity right now in the spirit world, world in the spirit realm. And the angels are ready to work with us. Say it with me. The angels are ready to work with me to reach others for Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a praise offering again. And Ryan, if you would. Josh, let's get those songs going. Hallelujah.